And hello, guys. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Jose, and I'm grateful to be here with you guys for today. So before we get started, we do do our, we're going to do our announcements like we always do, but we also have actually more announcements, really good news to say for you guys. So first things first, if you guys are not following us on our social media links, you should go at facebook.com and Twitter and follow us at wildabyanimals.com. It's a great way to stay connected, be a part of the wild family, especially if you want to keep up to date with any good news that are going on. Um, also included in that, if you go to both of those social media links, there will also be a link below there where you can send me your questions and I can answer them live while the show is going on. And not only that, for all of you people who know or who have followed us from the very beginning, as you all know, we use Anchor to make our podcast. Well, the good news for you guys is now Wild About Animals is available in a lot more places than just Anchor now. We are available on Google Podcasts, on Radio Plus, and we're also available on Amazon Music and Audible as well. Hopefully, we should be on Pocket Cast soon. Or we, I had to submit the podcast for that. But with that being said, there's multiple ways to now that you guys can be a part of the Wild family. And if you guys want to listen to us there on all of those platforms that I just listed below. Um, just so you guys can get it um, on the apps or anything, Amazon Music, ooh, Pocket Cast, and Google Google Podcasts and Radio Public. Sorry, I, I couldn't remember the last one, but those are the new uh, platforms that will be posted. Also, we'll also still be at Anchor as well. Um, but if you guys want to go listen to us at those stuff, like I listed before, um, go download those apps and you can follow us there. Um, I do hope you guys are having a great Wednesday. I hope you all are having a wonderful week. Um, I am doing fine. I got off work early. Um, you know, been feeling a lot better since if you guys were here from the last one, then you know that there was a lot that was going on. Um, but we are here and we are going to be talking about my second most favorite animal in the world, lions today. I've been wanting to do this one for a while now and I figured why not just get it out of the way. Okay. So, we're going to go take a break, and we're going to come back, and we're going to learn about the king of the jungle. All right, see you guys real quick. Hey, guys, this is Jose from Wild About Animals. Um, I just want to throw this in and be like, if you guys have any requests for any future podcasts, make sure you leave them on Facebook, and then I'll make sure I'll put them on a list, and I'll let you guys go over there. Back to the show we go. All right, guys, welcome back to the podcast. Are you ready to learn about lions today? I hope you are. So like I said it before in the podcast before this, um, lions are actually my second most favorite animal in the whole world. There was just always something about them, but it also could be the fact that I am very obsessed with Lion King um, to the point where it's like um, I could probably quote the movie from beginning to end without having to watch it. I mean, I could probably do it better if I was watching it, but, you know, I've been obsessed with lions since a very early age. It's to the point. Um, I don't know if you can get this t-shirt anymore, um, but for those who are Black Panther fans and Lion King fans, there is a shirt that's out there. I do not remember where I got it from, um, where, if you remember in the movie, when Rafiki threw Simba's little symbol um, some artists created it, but did like a Black Panther theme. I wore it to the premiere of Black Panther. It was great. They put two of my favorite things, two two of my favorite things together, um, which was great. But anyway, we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about lions, okay? So first things first. The if you guys listened to before we went to the break, I said the lion is known as the king of the jungle, and is a very popular wild animal across the globe. 
you know, globally. Now, the funny thing about that title is lions do not live in jungles. Um, they actually live on savannas and plains. Um, I think why people probably have gotten that mixed up is because for some reason people have got the idea that, you know, and there are jungles in Africa, but lions do not live in said jungles. <laughs> You know, so I feel like people have gotten the idea, you know, that title has just stuck with the lion because they say king of the jungle, when in fact, lions lit, like I said before, on savannas and plains. Now, if you really want to give that title to somebody, it should be the tiger because technically the tiger does live in jungles and it is the biggest wildcat, or sorry, biggest big cat in the world. Um, it's bigger than a lion, but, you know, I still think the lion still can hold some title of King of the Jungle. I would even kind of change the name to King of the, King of the Beasts, maybe, or something like that. But anyway, let's kind of dive into some information about lions. So, lions live mostly in Africa. While there is some a subspecies of lions descended from the African lion in Asia, the Asiatic lion, um, like I said before, historically, though, back in old times, lions could be found in Europe and Asia, but with, you know, the evolution of humans and the pushing them out of their population, not to mention a lot of lions in Europe were captured for Romans to use in their gladiator fights, which decimated a lot of their population. Um, now you can really only find them in Africa. Um, that's typically where the African lions roam, and there's a very small population of Asiatic lions in India in their national park and wildlife sanctuaries. This is kind of the only places you could find the Asiatic lions. But the Asiatic, Asiatic lion is smaller compared to the African lion. Now, for you guys out there who are interested to know, you know, when I say a lion is a big cat, that's, you know, that's basically in the feline family because your, lo your everyday house cat and the lion, they belong to the same family, but they're very different in different ways. But Because like I said, with big cats, you know, lions are in that category because they have big muscles, short legs, and a giant head. So that kind of makes them a little differentiated from your local house cat. But at the end of the day, a lion is nothing but a big cat. Now, probably the most the most visual thing that people most notice about lions is the manes. Well, the thing about that is in lion species or the lion family, males and females look comparatively different. Now, they're... Males are always seen with their mane when they get to a certain age, while females are very smaller than male lions, very sleeker, um, more mobile than they are, and they do not have manes. However, there have been some cases where a female lion will grow a mane and actually show behaviorisms of being a male lion, which is kind of maybe like a genetic thing that's going on, but that has been studied in the wild. I think there's a couple of YouTube videos or articles about that if you guys want to dive into that. Now, just like most big cats, or if not all big cats, lions eat meat. And you're probably wondering, well, Jose, what do they hunt? Well, lions hunt a variety of <laughs> different type of organisms in the savannah plains. It's The list goes on and on. They hunt zebra. They hunt antelope. They hunt uh, warthogs, wildebeest, um, they have been seen taking down elephants and giraffes, you know, especially if it's a sick or a older giraffe or elephant, they can easily take it down. 
Um, they'll even attack even smaller predators, the wild dogs, leopards, hyenas, cheetahs. You know, lions are very optimistic hunters. They will hunt whatever they can get their hands on. They're easily the top predator in the African food chain if you really want to be technical about it. And you're probably wondering, well, Jose, how do these lions do this, you know, hunting like these elephants and these giraffes? Well, lions are some of the only big cats who live in prides, is what you call a group of lions who live together. Now, they, uh, they're they very, they're probably the most sociable big cat in the feline family. It's very equivalent to the wolves and canines with their wolf pack. Um, most prides consist of about either to three to 35 members. Um, there's usually one male. If there is more than one dominant male, they're usually brothers who run a pride. And then closely uh, related females of several generations and their cubs, obviously. Now, with that being said, this pride is a very social group. Like I stated before, they, you know, they sleep together, they hunt together, they eat together, and they have a divine territory that they have to protect. Now, when it comes to hunting responsibilities in lions, I'm pretty sure you guys know this, is that the female lions do most of the hunting, if not all of it, and the males usually stay behind to defend the cubs and defend the territory. But when it comes to the hierarchy of feeding, the males usually eat first, and then the females come afterwards. Um, and how this works is, you know, just basically how they, you know, their social system works. And then with the cubs being that it said, you know, most female lions stay in their respective pride throughout their whole life while males are usually kicked out by their father to prevent him from overtaking and overruling his authority and taking over the pride. And you would think that with these guys as big as they are and how much do they have to eat, you would think that lions are actually pretty active cats. Um, funny enough, majority of the day, lions spend a lot of their time sleeping or just lounging around about to 20 to 20. 20 to 22 hours a day just sleeping, laying down, or just sitting there doing absolutely nothing. So it's kind of funny when you think about it how, you know, lions give off this very strong and courage image, but they're just similar to a lot of your local house cats just laying around doing absolutely nothing. Um, that which leaves about two to four hours of just daily hunting. Most of they do some of their hunting in, in the morning, but most of the time, you usually see it at nighttime because they have the advantage over a lot of their prey because they can see in the nighttime. <sighs> and usually while they're being lazy, usually that's the time for the pride, you know, to be affectionate with each other, you know, rubbing, grooming, you know, all this other good time. It's time to be, you know, social building inside the family groups. Now, wild lions live to typically about seven to ten years, which is relatively short to their captive relatives but that's not an uncommon thing because when it comes down to captive animals versus wild animals captive animals do not have to go scourge for food when they get sick they have someone to take care of them so of course their lifespan is extended obviously but in the wild you know lions do face a lot of dangers it's you know male and female lions both you know Female lions can be injured while hunting, especially a lot of the prey items that they do hunt are bigger than just one female lion. That's why they have to have a group effort. But a female lion can get injured while she's out hunting. 
male lions, the the main threat to them is another male coming in because how it works in lion species is we'll give an example. So a pride is run by a male and obviously the cubs are his offspring. If something were to happen to that male or another male comes in and takes over the pride, he immediately will kill the cubs of the previous male. He does this because he wants because the animal instinct to carry on his gene is strong and basically when he kills the cubs in a couple of days the the mothers will go back into heat where they can have more cubs basically his so that whole killing of lion cubs by males is a real thing um that's why a good chunk of lion cubs do not make it to adulthood because of this behavior um but this isn't a behavior that's in a lot of animal species but you know lions just show this behavior as well now the manes of the the adult male is very impressive you know but it's not also just for cool looks as well um, the good thing about this mane is that the mane protects the male lion's neck area, which is a very weak point in his body. Basically, if he gets bit on his neck, the a male, uh, sorry, an enemy or a rival male lion can bite his neck and crush his windpipe, basically. So this mane is very good of protecting himself from getting bit. Um, not only that, it's also a good way for him to show off to the ladies. And, you know, I think the older the male, the fuller and darker the mane becomes and the fuller and darker it is that shows him that you know he's a macho man you know so but the mane itself is also a symbol you know of courage and bravery to a lot of cultures in the world now something that people probably didn't know is that you know if you guys ever get the chance you should really go look up pictures of lion cubs they're probably some of the cutest baby animals out there you know they actually start off with a couple spots, you know, but when they get older, it tends to fade to get to that sandy plain coat that we all know lions have. Um, but sometimes some ants, some adults do keep their spots, not heavily, but they do have a couple visible spots in their adulthood. <sighs> and then with the lion, you know, obviously the most famous thing about lions or some of the few is that lions can roar and, you know, and the roar is very loud to the point that the lion's roar can be heard about five miles away, which is very, I think that's very unique. Um, they basically use the roar to, you know, mark their territory, warn intruders, um, but they also make other noises as well as grunts, squeaks, and, you know, all different kinds of vocalizations come from the lion. Now, like I stated before, you know, lionesses are the primary hunters of the, of, the, of the pride. Now, it has been shown that males can hunt, but females are more agile because they're slimmer and smaller, So, and they also work in a group, so that increases their chances of hunting when they're in the group. Now, like I said before, you know, males will hunt, um, but usually it's the female that usually does it. Um, now, when it comes to raising the young, the male protects the young, but he usually has no part in raising them that that also comes on to the females as well and they raise the cubs as a community where a mother lioness and her pride you know she'll what how it works is when a lioness is about to give birth to a cub she'll actually leave the pride or go off somewhere to have them safely and then after a couple of days she'll bring them back and introduce them to the group and you know 
the cubs can not only milk you know get milk from their mother but from other females in the pride as well so it basically is a communal thing where they all take turns raising each other's cubs which i think is pretty good when it kind of raises you know gives the cubs more survivability but even with all of this like i stated before lions are not the best parents in the animal kingdom because like I said, when the lionesses go out hunting, they have to leave these cubs for almost several hours by themselves. Um, but with that being said, they're also danger to other predators, lions, like I said, hyenas will attack and kill cubs, jackals will, leopards, you know, any other predator can kill a young lion cub if they can actually find them. And not only that, like we stated before, most of the time, females do stay in their pride. Um, but males are always, always forced out. There's just, it's always for, forced out, you know, so, because they don't see young lionesses as competition, but the male has to leave because he can overthrow the dominant male that's in charge. So most lions, particularly males, live a nomad lifestyle where they kind of travel around trying to find their own pride if they can. Now, with that being said, with the past couple of decades, the lion population has been on the declining side. They're actually considered vulnerable right now. Um, you can find more African lions than you can Asiatic lions, um, but it, killing a lion in retaliation or preventing measures to protect human life is one reason why mainly the population is decreasing because... A lot of people who live near, you know, lions are very common attacking livestock and all this other stuff. So farmers are trying to protect their livestock. And obviously that creates some lion-human interactions that don't need to be happening. With that being said, you know, for me, I feel like it's, it's very sad because if you look at a lion's picture, you just get this very majestic feeling. When you look at a lion, it's like you feel like very powerful, you know, just like an amazing animal, you know, just amazing just looking at one. I've seen some in person and it's just kind of mind boggling, like the power you feel from them, you know, but it's very sad to hear that, you know, that their population is on the decline. In fact, it's been over the about 40% in the last three generations. Um, there have been conservation efforts involved to preserve lion species, you know, conservation um, programs where they breed lions across the country and across the world to increase the population. But lions do play a vital role in their local ecosystem, just like every other animal. We stated this before in just about every other podcast we do, but every animal does play a purpose in its ecosystem that it lives in. Lions are no different than any other animal we've talked about, you know. And I feel like, you know, if you take the time to go do, you do your own research on lions and you'll learn and see that they're very interesting and majestic animals as well. Especially if you get the chance to see one in person, it's just something that you really need to see. Well, with that being said, guys, that is going to be the end of the show today. I do hope you enjoyed the podcast today. And like I stated before, like in the beginning, make sure you guys go to all those new platforms that I listed before because we are expanding as a brand now with Wild About Animals. Um, in a couple weeks, there will be a good, a very big surprise for you guys. I can't say what it is right now because I'm still figuring out all the tweaks about it. Um, but hopefully, hopefully soon... You know, we will have, I will have something for you guys that you can, you know, show your love for the show as well. Well, 
You guys have a great rest of your day. I'll see you guys next week. Make sure you follow our social media links. Send me those questions. I love you all. Stay wild out there and see you next Wednesday.